0: Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest for our Gifters Podcast is Ryan Mulvaney. Ryan is the founder of Quiver, a platinum seller and an Amazon agency for some of the world's largest brands Ryan, thanks so much for being on our Gifters podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Yeah, humbled,
1: man. Thanks thanks for your time.
0: So, Ryan, just so that our viewers and our listeners know, what is a platinum seller? What does that mean, and how do you help your clients?
1: Sure. It's a great question. So, platinum seller within Amazon just means you're hitting a certain volume from a sales perspective. We achieved that volume about two years ago. And what it gets you as, a, as a, a seller within the channel is a dedicated account rep. You get a quicker payment cycle from Amazon. Uh, and then you get access to beta programs and, and sort of upcoming features. You're sort of like their, you know, their, their little lab rat to, to test out new things on. So it's, it's, a, fun, it's a fun space to be in and, and one that we leverage to you know, build out strategies for some of the largest brands in, in the world.
0: Nice. And so what Ryan's saying is he's a, he's a big shot <laughs> in the Amazon world. <laughs> And the reason why I say that is because you always want to listen to people that have done stuff, right? Like if I have a program or I teach people about being a speaker, I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for 17 years. So make sure you just find people that have experience. So in Ryan's case, he has experience on Amazon. And now I've been in this e-commerce. Well, I shouldn't say I've been in the e-commerce space, but I met e-commerce entrepreneurs and millionaires. And it boggles my mind the numbers they are able to generate in a very short time. Now, what are some of these skill sets that people that let's say clear a million or even $10 million in sales in Amazon, what do you think is like the one specific thing you could share with our, our listeners that if they're interested in perhaps being an e-commerce mogul like yourself, Ryan, like what's like one thing that if you boil it down that they need to do?
1: To me, it comes down to hunger and, and humbleness, right? So you're, you're hungry enough to go out and, and learn, and then you're humble enough to, to know that you're never going to know it all. Right. And even, even now that we've been selling through Amazon, I've been selling personally on Amazon for about 10 years, had a, a real business around it for about five. I know some things about it, but I still think that we see sort of the tip of the iceberg as to everything that's going on. And just that sort of, you know, it's almost a paranoia where I, I'm always reading, I'm always learning and, and always trying to figure out what, what's sort of the next best thing coming to Amazon, because, you know, it's, it, it's very appropriately named after a river because if you look at it today and you look at it tomorrow, it's going to be two completely different landscapes and it's up to us to, to help navigate it.
0: What's interesting about that actually is when Jeff Bezos created his company, he created another company. I think it's called like cadaver and it sounded like cadaver. It sounded like cadaver. And so he ended up changing his name. But what I love about your story, Ryan, about how you're always learning, that's actually how Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon thinks he sends out a, an annual shareholders letter. And every single letter, if you read them, and I highly encourage all the listeners to read Jeff Bezos' shareholder meeting letters because he always says, start with day one. So what Jeff Bezos is saying for his company, where now he's worth about $140 billion about starting with day one, because what happens with entrepreneurs sometimes get lazy and complacent. In your case, Ryan, whether you know it or not, I'm comparing you with Jeff Bezos, but I'm comparing with most entrepreneurs where they're always learning, always growing, always hungry, because if they're not, you just become obsolete. And in the world of internet marketing or internet online business, it just happens quite quickly. So I really appreciate you sharing that with our listeners because it's important to be hungry for knowledge. Now, this whole – you mentioned in your bio that you're a self-proclaimed Amazon ac- alcoholic or a- – Amazonaholic? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to pronounce it, it's Amazonaholic, which means you just – on it 24
1: seven or yeah it, it's funny it's a funny phrase because i'm addicted to selling stuff on amazon not buying stuff so by nature i'm a minimalist i don't i don't like a whole lot of stuff you go to my house <laughs> like i i wear the same thing every day but the flip side of that is i really enjoy moving product and, and learning what it takes to move certain types of product like how do i put this product one how do i find the right product to sell within the channel or w- within a brand that they've already created. How do I put that in front of the right consumer? And then how do you get that consumer to convert? And it's never been a greater opportunity with a greater audience than, than you have on Amazon.
0: Awesome. Now, can you dive deeper into an, a specific example of a specific product where you you had this product, you launched it, and because as you probably know more than most, it's all about testing, it's not about opinions anymore. You can literally test it down to, okay, what am I spending, what am I getting? So can you explain to our listeners, because I know for myself, if you talked to me a year ago, I would have no clue about Amazon and dropshipping all this stuff. I have a basic understanding, but if you can just kind of pick one specific example of a product that seems kind of outlandish, that you wouldn't think sold or would sell, get based on your experience which you have your clients with came a bestseller
1: yeah yeah it's the funny so about four four and a half years ago we had two models before us one was do we help brands sell more product on amazon okay let's go down that route and then the other was do we create our own products on amazon because there's so much data out there and you know how to you know find the data and analyze it it's pretty easy to store stuff it's not it's not crazy so with that data brian the vegan over here determines that Trend in, trends in trends and cast iron are really taking off. I did not own a cast iron skillet at the time. I still don't to this day, actually. And one of the challenges with cast iron cooking is actually cleaning that skillet. Uh, and so we found that uh, there was this little scrubber that was starting to trend up uh, within the channel, uh, and there were a couple other scrubbers out there. And we're like, maybe we should create a scrubber, and we're gonna we'll create a scrubber that's gonna be a little bit different, it's gonna be a little bit bigger, it's gonna be a little bit cheaper. Uh, and so, you know, not really having a passion behind the product other than a passion to sell stuff. Uh, we launched that product and, you know, we, we, we applied, I had a background in digital marketing at that time. And so I applied what I knew about digital marketing to Amazon, uh, which allowed us to get good search engine placement, allowed us to get good conversion rates. Um, we, we, you know, we, we knew a thing or two about advertising and that that little, little dumb cast iron. Product will sell thousands of units a month (laughs) and it has over 5,000
0: reviews. How much revenue did you end up generating on that one cast iron thing? Uh,
1: Yeah, it's at least a couple million dollars in sales now. And it's like, and the thing that that pains me is the model of us selling our own products uh, didn't keep up. in in terms of pace with the model of helping brands sell products on Amazon. And so we, we do not actively go out and source and sell our own products anymore. We really strictly focus on, um, you know, helping, helping bigger brands navigate it because all those little guys, like I was creating products and selling on the channel have presented a very big threat to the bigger brands. Uh, and so we sort of see it from both sides and, and we, we allocate what we know to help, to help the bigger guys.
0: Yeah, it makes sense because you focus on what works and what sells because a lot of times if they don't have a brand, it's just a generic thing. you go into a, a store and buy a pair of glasses without the brand of Hugo Boss or Kevin Cole, It's just a pair of glasses it might cost $20, you know? So it's, it's smart. It's smart what you're doing. And I want to just share one specific business advice for our listeners where I have a colleague, name is Alex Mayer. He has grossed over a billion dollars in sales. He has a new company called Metrobox, but he always has said that you have to focus on product market fit. Does your product fit the market? In your case, you did your research. There's a high demand for it. You have a brand. So what most people do is they just create a product or a program or a speech, and they haven't, it doesn't fit the market. So therefore, there's no demand. If there's no demand, they're not going to buy it from you. So I want to just highlight that point because so many of our guests come onto the show and they, they just drop all these amazing bundles of knowledge and wisdom. And I want, as the host, to make sure that our listeners know how powerful and important your knowledge is because it's all about thin slicing life everyone is at a certain point in life you don't have to learn everything but if you're in the e-commerce world you should definitely reach out to ryan by learning about him because he's cleared a certain threshold and that's important because too many people give advice but they haven't even applied it themselves like i can talk to people about books and speaking and they've given four speeches now they have a program about teaching how people how to speak i'm like look dude find people that have done it so many times to the point where they can do it in their sleep those are the people we're going to learn from because while they're in their sleep, they can still give you an advice that can help you make millions of dollars. So I want to just stress that to listeners that someone like Ryan sharing that meticulous detail, research, demand numbers, that's important. Now, when you say channel, what does that mean? When you say I was looking at the channel, the, cha- the channel
1: of Amazon. So it looked like what you were saying, trying to find a product market fit. And, and about five years ago, you did not really have to differentiate too much around what was already selling, as long as you knew how to be better at Amazon than them. Um, what's happened over time is it's gotten just a lot more competitive. And so now when we look to do product market fits, I think you have to, there's a whole another slew of uh, factors that you need to consider. But to me, sort of the two biggest points that I look for nowadays is one, if I don't even have this product in my hands, but I have, I have it conceptually, could I put it onto Kickstarter and raise money against it? Because if, if I can do that, I probably have something that's differentiating that, that would leverage itself well on Amazon. And then the other criteria that I look at it is, if I have this product and I give it to an influencer that's getting hit up by everybody in the world, is it unique enough that they would care? And if it can check those two boxes, to me, you've got, you've got a winner on your hands. But again, those, that, that's not an easy feat to overcome, but that's sort of the, the way that I'm sort of evolving towards my thinking of bringing products to market.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I always say that entrepreneurs see the islands of opportunity where everyone else sees ocean. So when your clients come to you, this is the last question I'm gonna ask because our podcast is almost over, but like when your clients come to you and, and you help them with your service, what are some things that they find like really intriguing and shocking? Like when they learn about Amazon, you're like, whoa, I didn't know that. Like, Are there things that you, you can share with our listeners about like, a unique aspect of Amazon selling?
1: Yeah, I think the you know if you're, if you're a bigger brand, uh, or someone who's just sort of maybe built brands and launched them in retail. I think that the most jarring thing is the amount of volume that's happening,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and the amount of volume
1: you can do. Like the like, if you have a best-selling product in a competitive category, that's thousands, maybe tens of thousands of units a day in sales. And nice. there, you know, people that are more traditional sort of grew up in a brick-and-mortar space. Like they, that's hard for them to wrap their minds around because they 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 see those types of numbers through this conglomerate of chain of stores maybe. But
0: when you have that
1: single focus through one channel. They're just like, wow, it's pretty mind boggling.
0: That's that's a great thing. And I want to just kind of add on that point where those that study history and those that learn about people know that we are in an unprecedented world where there are 7.6 billion people in the world, about 4 billion or 5 billion of them are on the internet. Amazon only started in 1993. Alibaba has even more volume than Amazon, but what I want all the listeners to know that we are living in an unprecedented time where you have four, three or four billion potential customers online, as long as you have a smartphone. So I just encourage all of you to know that it's never been more possible to not just be a millionaire, but to make a million people happier. So I want to just thank Ryan for being on our Gifters podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Ryan, thanks so much for being on, and how can our guests stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah, hum, humbled to, to be chatting with you. Uh, I, I post a, a video a day, five days a week on, on YouTube, which then I repost on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, just look up my name, Ryan Mulvaney. It's probably the easiest way to to find me.
0: And how do I you spell your last name just so I guests know?
1: Oh, yeah, it's probably important. M-U-L-V-A-N-Y, Mulvaney, M-U-L-V-A-N-Y.
0: Awesome. Ryan, thanks again for being on the show and have a great day.
1: You too. Thanks.